your voice sounds a little distant. Is your AirPods? I think I'm just not speaking loudly because I don't want to overwhelm the microphone since you were like, oh my gosh, your voice was poos loud and poos in in the last one. Don't hold it. Don't hold it so close to your mouth. Fucking annoying Oh my God. That's what you said. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry for calling you a fucking loud mouth. (laughs) You see, you said fucking annoying bitch talk so much close to the microphone. (laughs) I'm trying to Google something because um, there's this concept that I can't remember. Bias of not knowing what you don't (gasps) know. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. Okay. Okay, wait, I'll... Bro, wait, wait, wait. I just got a message from... Can you say that again clearly into the mic in your loud mouth voice? Let's, let's go. I'm so fucking ready. This last time we started with this cuck and this is like, oh, you're... Actually, man, is the pod. This makes me just... Fucking, here we go. The following podcast... <laughs> Wait, podcast or podcast? Podcast. This podcast is very bad. (laughs) No one should listen to this podcast or podcast alternatively. This podcast will make you sad. This podcast will shade you personally, even though we have plausible deniability. And this podcast is not about real people. It is caricatures played by the hosts who are only interested in speaking about horse <laughs> and having nonsensical deliberations. Cue the intro music. So the thing I was Googling. Yeah. Google, you can... You can search your stream of consciousness in the way that you remember it. And they know what you're fucking talking about. Bing would never do this. This is what I typed in. Yeah. Bias of not knowing what you do not know. Oh. The Dunning-Kruger effect. Uh-huh. People who don't know much about the subject don't have the knowledge or skills to spot their own mistakes. Oh. And this is my segue into talking about um, yes my realization today of my fuck up. The Dunning-Kruger effect just came crashing down on me. I was like, oh my sack. Did Mr. Identify and Eliminate Biases fall for one of the classic standard biases? Catch-22 shit. I am talking about my crisis of confidence when it comes to yes. the build-up of uh, the season of creativity. Does it have to do with what happened today? Yeah. The bestie's got that milkshake that makes <laughs> your shit taste expired. <laughs> You're such a fucking fire line. My, my skill set is in lyricism uh-huh. and delivering flows uh-huh. i'm not a fucking producer i can't fucking like i can video edit and edit this podcast 
But that's simple. Uh-huh. That's not mixing and mastering. <sighs> Jesus Christ. So I want to explain what seasons are. Yes. And then I want to explain the quintessential mistake of uh, seasons mm-hmm. and then the Dunning-Kruger effect. It's going to be a little bit of a lecture, but I'll make it entertaining because I'm such a good teacher. Okay, I'm doing my best to listen and be attentive. <laughs> okay, okay. A is for apple, and then you have to say apple. Literally, I'm literally, <laughs> right now, you know, you know, not speaking from personal experience, but like when like yeah. someone someone <laughs> is like really high and they're really feeling the effect of the substances they've taken and then you start breathing not us because no, no, we no, live no. in countries that that's illegal exactly not you no, and I. i've never i've never. never touched such but when you start like breathing manually and like blinking manually <laughs> to keep yourself alive that's how i feel move Move on to the left. Literally, like when you are manually controlling your body. That is how I feel right now to to like try. I'm trying to like breathe. Forget disturbing message that big. Don't think of every mistake you have ever made in your life. That's me. I'm manually breathing and manually listening to you right now. What, what What does it do if you drop down to your knees and just say, I'm sorry for the I will glog you now. Bro. Like, like, what does it do? I'm just like, if he's trying to offer me that 6.5, <laughs> it's like, if he's like, here's 6.5 million won. Wait, la, 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 la. 6.5? Oh, no, this is a different conversation. I'm sorry. It's a segue to a different conversation. But quick, 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 two seconds. 6.5 million won? Or was 6.5 million won? There was like a whole story on like the... I thought it was inches. No. Like no, inch, really? <laughs> Would I be excited about 6.5 centimeters? Be fucking for real. <laughs> like, but... Wait, 6.5 centimeters is not a n- lot. It's very right? little. Like... Hey, 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 hey. You don't know what the demographic of our 47 listeners my are. My guy, 6.5 <laughs> like, centimeters is not even my the length of my hand. My hand. Oh, yeah, you're right. You see what I mean? But anyway, this... So, yes, yes. is 24 centimeters enough then? Oh, my gosh, not, that's excessive. Like, just like <laughs> that's, a friend of mine. That's excessive. <laughs> it's like, where do you think <laughs> you're going to put that thing? But anyway... Okay, 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 okay. Tell me about six point five. Oh, there's like you know, like the foreigners, um, the pages on like the Facebooks and whatever where people get advice. So there's one where they give legal advice to foreigners so they know like how to stand up for themselves. And this one guy works at a hagwan mm-hmm. who wrote his story in, and he's been sleeping with his his like the director of his hagwan, and so much so <laughs> that. But here's the deal: they're gay. But this man is married with children. So obviously he's secretly gay with one of his staff members. Standard. Yeah, they meet up and whatever. And to keep him happy, this man has bumped his salary to 6.5 million won. And this man's like entry-level teacher. There's no way of justifying it, but he's been getting paid the salary. And recently they had a thing where the guy was like the director 
was um, trying to do something and like a sexual act and he refused. He said no. And now the director's blackmailing him. Oh, shit. And he's like, what does he do in this situation? Like, what are even his rights in this situation? Wait, is he on an E2 visa? Yes. He threatened to cancel his visa. That shit is gonna... That's, that shit is gonna bring up red flags. Yes. How do you pay six point... Like, what extra work are you doing exactly. for Exactly. Do you see how shady it is? And now this man, the director, is threatening to cancel his visa because he refused. And it was like, first of all, what was this big thing that you refused to do? Back Secondly, 6.5 million won. Like, even if you're like, I'm going to go tell the wife, like, what are the odds she's going to be like, I'm just going to expose him to my whole family and embarrass myself while I'm at it? Like, he's in such a tricky situation. Now people are trying to help him through it. So this now... It's ever since we read about that, we've got the whole, like, what are you willing to do for the 6.5? You know, I, I love it when I when I learn about the lingo that the young people of today are using. I feel so with it. Like, I'm learning the thing. <sighs> From tomorrow, I will, I will be medium youth, medium old. Ah, gross. Holy tamoli. You're gonna be like past my prime. Not not middle not middle aged, but um middle used. Like mid middle adult. Like like <laughs> in terms of ah, in, no in terms of <laughs> in terms of young people, right? Like you'll still be young. Like anyone under thirty five is like yeah. the youth. You know, you can be in the ANC Youth League. Yeah. Hashtag ANC Youth League. Hashtag support. Hashtag allegiance. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yes. I, have, I still have 10 years. I still have 10 years left of the Youth League. Bro, you could you could be in the ANC Youth League only when you're 36 to make a sharp U-turn and take the country by storm. Um. <laughs> My guy. Like, oh, jeez. We know the real reason you... You uh participating in this podcast. It's to that's to in two or three years to shoot off into your political vision. And you're gonna start talking about Diane, don't you ever think about home and the change? Oh jeez. No, this podcast will be the reason I can never run for anything. <sighs> yes. This will be the files. Let me tell They'll you, like, oh, remember she said that one thing. No, but let's go back to your story, yes. I didn't want to go back to my story. I want to quick tell, <laughs> tell you a political... Okay. This is not this is not a big deal, but it's, a, it's one of those tiny little scarring memories that'll stick with you. Um, yeah. Quick political story of how people bring out files. I wanted to run for head of academics... At uh, I won't say the name of the res, but it uh, it rhymes with oh oh man oh. <laughs> um, so there's a subsection of UCT people that are are giggling now. Yeah. Um, and I w- wanted to be head of academics because, like, I wanted to do something, and I thought, hey, I'm pus smart. I can be head of academics. I have some ideas. Yeah. But I had no conception of how political it was. Yeah. I thought, just, okay, let's be housecom. I didn't know what it was. I didn't know it was like, the interrogations were like, like not real interrogations, people asking you critical questions about like your ideas. No, it was like, 
and like political attacks and maneuvering and like everyone there yeah. was trying to get onto the SRC and later trying to shoot their ah so it was very political their careers for being on the NC Youth League or Dear Youth League or whatever Youth League it was it was like South African political in terms of like entertaining bandwagon. Yeah. I had no fucking clue. So I was making posters that were witty and, you know, <laughs> Dayan-like and, yeah. you know, doing that kind of thing. What I'm doing now, what people can't see, I'm doing fingers, yeah. you know, like just shooting. Yeah. Not, like, not like the guns, but like, you know, little. <laughs> um, and then some quote-unquote respected housecom person, former Omano mm-hmm. person. Bro, I'm, I'm first year university giving a little speech because speeches is what I do. And he brings out the fact that in my first week, <laughs> in the first week of my Omano, um, in the first yeah. week, I was with some girl, uh, I also can't say that girl's name. Oh, that's another story. <laughs> a friend of mine from a... I don't know if we're friends yeah. anymore. We follow each other on Instagram now, recently. But anyway, um, I was with her at my res, yeah. showing her my res. And I was saying the stupid test that we have to take about the history of this res is so stupid. I just want to live here. I don't care about the history yeah. of the race. I was I was allocated this room to sleep <laughs> in so that I yeah. can live somewhere. I am not in it's my first week. I'm not entrenched in the spirit of the brotherhood. <laughs> then like a different person heard me saying like uh, fuck Liverpool. I'm a United <laughs> supporter and I was watching soccer. I didn't know that that person was like yeah. the head of something. I don't care. Uh, you. I don't care about your fucking status. I didn't know that we do statuses here. And then they sort of just brought up this and I'm disrespectful and I don't know the yeah. culture and heritage. And then like everyone was just like, ha, 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 ha. Like <laughs> it was embarrassing, but it was, I was, I was dumbstruck. I didn't understand <laughs> that this is what I was signing up for. They brought out your files. Like, what do you think this is? That's like that Lord of the Fly shit. When people are in like a community, they embroil yeah. in themselves and they become a real... It's like that high school nonsense. Yeah, no. But the, I think that's so unnecessary. But I guess it's the equivalent of like when people become famous and like, in 2009, you tweeted that brown bread is for poor people. And there's like, cancel! You know what I mean? I guess, but... The small scale of the shit they were cooking yeah. up there, it didn't feel like it was deserved. But for of them, that. but that's where that idea. You must comes understand, from. like these people, for them, like it's it's a real life achievement to be sitting in that position. Like, I was on Housecom, hey. Oh shit! You're a former Housecom. Yes. It's the white name. There's a white Afrikaans name. Yes. Uh, Dicky. It's close. It's the one that sounds like my dicky. It, it's close to that. Uh, I'll say that. But I was on Housecom. And for me, okay, maybe because my portfolio was just partying. But it was like vibes. I had the best time. Like 
I didn't care if people wanted to do the things and if they didn't want to do the things, they didn't want to. And if they wanted to come to my parties, yay. But like, did we get paid for it? Yes. But was it my whole personality? No. You got paid. Yeah, we got paid. That's crazy. Yeah, bro. That's, you literally had like a tax number and everything. Literally, you you were registered with SARS as a working person. This, this university's got money. Yeah. That's why this country, not this country, you know, this country is amazing, aspirational, and uh, oh, geez. P- perpetually uh, all hell. <laughs> all hell. <laughs> I'm doing a salute. But uh, that's why the country, that's why the country we're from is going to shit. Because they because pay house committee members? Our, our hard-earned money is uh, going to tax that's funding universities, and that universities is allocating funds in a way that get student students drunk. Huh. That's what my tax dollars is going for, for the, for the tomfoolery and drunkenness Listen, of the youth. It's a rite of passage. It is a rite of passage. Being a young... Hoey youth. Everybody needs to go through it. I have some questions that might uh-huh. tackle a sore point of emotional ouchiness. Oh my right? gosh, am I in the right space um, for it? Let's go. You're not, but like that's the right space to ask. Uh-huh. Ask. Ask, ask. Fuck. Yes. I don't know how to speak anymore. Yeah. Many young women such as yourself, and you still get to be a young woman because you're about to enter your prime. Yes. Um, they refer to themselves as hoey or whores yeah. or, I don't know, other sexually demeaning words. And it seems like when they're saying it, they're capturing something back or something. Yeah. And I, I understand reclaiming words and like, you know, the N-word and various other words. But um, where does that where does it come from for you? Um, Honestly? Like you would casually say, I'm such a hoe or like, I'm such a woke hoe. Yeah. Where does it? Because to me, it sounds like shits and gigs. To me, it sounds like there's like a, the, it originates in insecurity or sexual shame that has once been outside that's mm-hmm. now internalized like and that's a bit heavy but go ahead you're not wrong you're not wrong it did stem from that but much like the n-word like and people like reclaiming it or when you use it as your own it's it's like it's vibes but honestly being called a hoe or a whore when i wasn't a whore <laughs> and i was called Listen, listen, hear me out. When I wasn't a whore and I was called a whore. Wait, 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 wait. You just set up a timeline. <laughs> you just set yes. up pre-BC. BW. I didn't do that. After the record, I didn't do that. You did that. So please continue. Like there was a time when I was really like so uninterested in things and I was just vibing, you know. And I was labeled a whore by people who just didn't understand the vibes. Like, you know me, I speak to everybody, right? Most people, let's not say everybody. (laughs) But back in the day, I used to be even more social than I I think I am now. Like, much like you, you are very social and you have a lot of female friends. I have female friends, I have male friends. 
But it was at a time where lots of girls really cared about like male attention uh, in that kind of way. But I wasn't in a space to care about it that kind of way. And I think it was easier for me to be friends with the guys because I wasn't trying to get anything out of my friendship with the guys, you know? Mm. And so because those girls couldn't make like attain the same kind of friendship, it was like, oh, well, then she must be putting out because it doesn't make sense that like she's just they just vibe with her and she's not giving anything in return. And I really, truly wasn't. And, you know, in a situation like that, it doesn't work in your favor to be like, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. Cause it's like, okay, keep your secrets, whore. Like it was just that. And then I grew up and I was like, there is no shame in being a whore. Actually. It's like, okay, you're mad at me because I'm claiming my sexuality and I'm choosing when to be active and when not to be and how often to do so. And I'm like completely in charge of my life. If that's the case, then whore it up. Like consider me a whore, stamp it on my forehead. Do you know what I mean? And now I think the more it's also, it's also like rap culture. I won't lie. Cause I do listen to a lot of rap Mm. music. Now it's like fun. Megan, these literally Cardi B. Now it's like, it's fun because I feel like it threatens those who are not as secure in their sexuality and how they choose to express it, express it and how they go about shade, like, shade, shade, shade. You know, hey, to all the people that um, needed to hear that shade, uh, that's for you directly. You, you listen, and you also, <laughs> and you at the back that thinks that's not for you. Yeah, you listen. Too. You asked yeah, me a question can... and I answered. Like honestly, like. <laughs> A lot of the times people find it easier when they're insecure about something and they're not like, ma- not, I don't want to say mature, but like they're not in a position in their lives to be expressing certain things a certain way. They find it easier to bash those who are in a position of confidence to go about things that way instead of just put like improving themselves to get to where they want to be. So if me... Going out there, getting what I want, how I want it, when I want it, makes you uncomfortable. Then be uncomfortable and I will be a whore. But guess what? At the end of the day, I go to bed happier than you. So shine. I'm finger snapping. I know I can hear it. Shine. One of my favorite rappers of all time. Yeah. They have a line that goes, um, they asking if we're smashing, that's my broski understanding. Uh-huh. These comments and these rumors are so very underhanded. Mm-hmm. But then he does follow up by saying, um, it's called misogyny and y'all need to can it. But if she ever trying to fuck, <laughs> give me the heads up to plan it. Oh, jeez. <laughs> one, one of the legends of our days. The great poets of our generations. Um, <laughs> uh, that, that last one is a Drake reference. Yeah. I'm, uh, I quite like sneaking. Um, and actually, all rappers do this. They... Take references from previous songs yeah. and obviously point at it and like make a joke at it by changing it. Yeah. It's very, it's very cool. Kanye has this line 
where he does the biggie thing because who the hell is this paging me at 11.26 yeah. and Kanye said, had it like emailing me at 11.26 uh. and one day uh, I am going to say who the hell is this whatsapping me at 11.26 <laughs> just to just to carry the lineage. To keep it going. To keep it going. Keep, you know, it went from Biggie to Kanye to The Economist. I would like to reference what we started talking about. Why I couldn't publish the song that I had finished making. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know you're automatically in a weed mode. But... Um, <laughs> This YouTuber that I adore, uh-huh. the one that says hexagons are the bestagons, the Cortex people have a podcast uh-huh. called Cortex. One of their things is instead of making New Year's resolutions, you put your year into themes. Yeah. You separate it into themes and um, the themes go by seasons and by years. This is my year of intentionality, to be intentional about all the things, Mm -hmm. because I find that I don't make things happen if I'm not intentional. And the themes are arbitrary, because you don't want the precise goals that you can fall off the wayside. That's why New Year's resolutions don't work. Yeah. And my new theme for this is the the season of creativity. Yeah. It's July, August, September. I had this concept that this Sunday being the second Sunday in the month of July mm-hmm. and that Home Plus is closed, <laughs> but the Yan is open. Yeah. I was going to release a article. Uh-huh. I was going to release episode one. We were going to release episode one of this podcast. Uh-huh. And I was going to, after already... Releasing it tonight, I was going to release track two of Intentionality, which you know is called Bestie. Yes. And I think the mistake I made, and this is the mistake you make with New Year's resolutions. Yes. Is to put precise events and precise dates. This is the target I want to reach. Yeah. And that's helpful sometimes. But I think I put an immense amount of pressure in doing that. So the last month, ever since I decided to do it for your birthday, the recording schedule and the writing schedule was pretty intense. And then I recorded and I re-record because I wanted to record just so that I have all the words in the right places and then do a second record once I had my studio set up. But it turns out that having a... And this isn't amazing equipment. What you really need is to be sealed off in a room. Yeah. But it's okay. It's it's called bedroom production. I'm not in my bedroom because, you know, oh, I have oh, two bedrooms. Oh, okay. So I'm okay. in my second bedroom. <laughs> but uh, it's called bedroom producing. Mm-hmm. And the beat is fire. The hook is fire. But actually recording everything such that it doesn't have that hard S's. And understanding the level of quality it needs to be to be uploaded. Yeah. That is when I ran into the Dunning-Kruger effect. Mm. I was researching how to... And it sounds okay to listen to. Mm-hmm. But after making the cover art, 
after you know, honestly last night i was literally typing out the lyrics so that on apple music when you scroll down you can actually actually see the lyrics yeah. so that it can be like a real like and i also found a way to release it in china oh i was so God. excited about it because i made the deadline and it's the season of creativity and it's Nons' birthday, and it's going to be so fire. <laughs> yes. But then today, during my three-hour lunch break, which, honestly, my life is so just, um, I was listening to it just on my headphones, on my cheap Air Plus, Air Plus uh, fake AirPods, and I was listening to it not on the software that I make yeah. it in, I was listening to a, a version of it that was already uploaded into the platform. Yeah. Where you can preview your song. And the song was still fire because the lyrics are amazing and the beat is amazing. But I could just hear the quality lapses. Uh... And I had this whole world spinning Am I really releasing this onto Spotify, Apple Music, and whatever? Yeah. And I don't have a Drake level bar to reach. Yeah. I think conceptually, I'm okay with, and people will be okay with, um, bedroom producing doesn't sound like Metro booming on some more. Yeah. But I was just, I just had this moment of just being so dissatisfied. With the little blips in quality that I just thought, I cannot release this until, number one, the actual song is better. Yeah. But until I relearn what it takes to properly record, mix, and publish music. Yeah. Because... In the before time when I did this with this other song that I don't talk about much <laughs> unless I talk about it. <laughs> Which you are talking about right now. <laughs> that one, I just did the lyrics and showed up to a studio. I wasn't involved in any of the creation. Yeah. So I think I had unreasonable confidence, Dunning-Kruger effect-esque, not even understanding what I don't know and therefore being impressed by what I created. And on the train ride home... The crisis of confidence was insane. Mm -hmm. It's just like head spinning. What am I even doing with my entire creative journey? Yeah. Because I am in China where I get paid enough money to be comfortable to do all the things I was trying to do in Korea. Plus the time that I have here yeah. means that of course I should be on this creative journey. That's why I gave up my comfortable, happy life in Korea for China. It was like a little bit of extra money, but the time, yeah, you know, the, the need to refresh. And if I am not doing this right, if I'm not like, like, what is it all for? Like, is the articles I'm writing even good enough? Is my poetry, it's just like everything is collapsing and then I go drink a beer and then it's like we were talking about whether or not we're even going to record now. It's just like yeah. I, the last hour and a half, two hours, it's just uh, spiraling out of control. And 
I don't know why people feel when they down that they need to drink alcohol. You don't feel bitter when you drink <laughs> no, alcohol. No, you do not. <laughs> but it's, it's a bad decision. You feel something. You feel in control of the bad feeling. You know, I'm going to tell you something you already know. And it's going to be an eye-rolling moment. And a, yes, mom. I but believe in you. My, okay. Tell me how much you believe. No, I'm not going to say that. Your oh. boost, I don't believe. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> okay, mom. Oh, yes. Yes. But what I wanted to say was, my guy, like, I don't, I don't even know why I have to tell you this, right? And I know we both have the sparkle. And it's cockroach coming from me who's down because her boss needs to speak to her urgently in the morning and like small minor inconveniences but handing your life over to creativity means being open to big disappointments like when you're an accountant and your formula doesn't match for like 30 seconds and you figure it out it's not the end of the world like it doesn't reflect on your character right it's just like a oopsie in the brain. But when you're being creative and you like, you, you this is your outlet, you're making things from your own experiences, your from your thoughts. It's, it's, yes. it's you. Yes. Like when a blip like this happens, it's easy to feel like you as the person are being attacked. But it's also, it comes with the territory. Like wanting to put this out there means being open to great sometimes devastatingly feeling like disappointments, but you get up or you just give up on the dream. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? You said this to me, you literally an hour ago when I was like, I'm in, I'm having the cuckest time. I don't know if I want to record. You said it's just like being scared and just never trying. It's the same with like, Oh, the, this was a bit cuck. I didn't expect it to be a bit cuck. Now I'm like, Oh, there goes my whole talent. No, my guy, you are never defeated. You say this all the time, never defeated. You're going to let a recording defeat you? Please. You know, the trick behind the whole I am never defeated thing is just zooming out. Because even if you're defeated in moments, if you are always yeah. infatigable in your optimism and in your attempts, then you can't actually truly be defeated. So I appreciate that. That is kind, and it's also effective because you're just throwing my own advice, (laughs) which is very, very effective. Thank you. Like, for real. For real. It's crazy. You give it to me an hour ago, and then an hour later, you need it. Oh, how the turntables. It's not always easy to see your own situation in another thing. I know, I know, I know. I'm a little bit obsessed with myself, so I can't... A little? <laughs> I can't objectively... <laughs> like, I know I can't objectively assess my skills and abilities, but... Yeah. Today was difficult, not so much because, ah, there's a whole bunch of mistakes. This is, I need to rework. It's like... It's like... It becomes a question of... Are you even good at noticing what's good and what's not good? Does it only feel fire because it's you that's doing it? By the way, I know the answer to this. It is fire. (laughs) 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 Because 
Yeah, I don't know why. Because Dunning Kruger effect, you know. I don't, I don't even know what's fire and what's not fire. It's fire. You can do it. Uh, you see, it's not so encouraging if it's like nagging voice. <laughs> Come on, Diana. <laughs> You've got this. Uh, this is why I have to listen to it so I can give you feedback that's not your own. Hold up, hold up. I'm just. I'm just getting word from at the back. Um, somebody's yeah. uh, flashing a sign at me. And uh, it's time to pay our bills. So uh. um, I just need to uh, remind the listeners that uh, this podcast is brought to you <laughs> by Existential Dread. Existential Dread. Uh. The feeling that uh, none of this is really worth it. And uh, we are all going to die anyway. This podcast is brought to you by Crippling Anxiety. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the dreadful feeling that leaves you manually breathing and manually blinking to function through conversations with friends. And as always, and you know I say this every single week, right? This podcast is also brought to you by being a whore. <laughs> being a whore. <laughs> it's the best thing you can do. Sort of like coo. Baked beans. <laughs> okay, I have one more. I have one more. I have one more. Okay, go, 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 go. This podcast is brought to you by being past your prime. <laughs> <laughs> when... <laughs> Wait, how old? How old are you past your prime? Hmm. This is 25, when Leonardo DiCaprio will not even look at you twice. 25, being past your prime. I actually um was going to let you know on Saturday that... Uh, we need to slowly reduce the intensity of our friendship because it's not cool no more to have like a like a you're not you're not a young fire friend anymore. You're like a no. How dare like you? One of my aunties that's a neighbor. How like, dare you ask me for a cup of sugar? And I want to borrow butter from you. Ah, ah, <laughs> chest pains. <laughs> You're getting all this my getting all this wild. I keep thinking about my China plan. Yeah. And everything revolves around then I'm going to be city. Because and I really need to stop doing this. Yeah. I'm seeing most of my interactions and endeavors here as not settling roots. Yeah. And I've used this word before in a different context, which I think I may have gotten in trouble. But it feels very disposable. Oh, uh, yeah. And if this is like my temporary have fun, find myself time, mm-hmm. and going to Europe and studying and starting my life is my actual time, Yeah. am I going to start my life at 30? Most people do. Am I going to go to Europe and meet people at 30 and I'm trying to find a life partner at 30? Bro, you know how many people say... 
like their life actually began at 30 and before that it was just vibes. Yeah, but that's what old people say, man. I know, but we're on the other side and we're like so young and 30 looks gross right now. But if you think about it, like it's not that different from where we are right now. I think a significant part of, of the speed to which I proceeded things with French Fiasco was the yes. growing concern that I need to find someone that's, that fits because I'm yeah. running out of time. Because, yeah, that is a sentence that is... Uh, yeah. Who needs better help when you can just listen to your own thoughts and, like, Jeez. come to better conclusions than people who studied for this cuck? Honestly, therapists aren't worth the price that you pay, by the way. Nope. Um, nope. As a side note, we do not condone. <laughs> we, we do not condone not getting therapy. Please get therapy. Oh my gosh, therapy. we just bashed therapy. <laughs> yes, get therapy. Get therapy. Oh my this god. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp.com. BetterHelp.com. <laughs> but um, therapists just allow you to utter the words that are like you are your own personal perfect therapist, but they guide you yeah. there. And I think what you and I do on these talks, we guide each other there. 100%. Like the talks that we do, the talks that we do, like when they're recorded and when not. But a realization that I came to the other day is, I don't need a therapist. I think I need to see a psychiatrist because oh, my shit, problem... You, you want to get medicated. That yes. That scares me. My, it, scares, it terrifies me. That's why I'm like, I'd rather gym. Do mushrooms help? I'll eat mushrooms. Blueberries help with the brain. I'll eat blueberries and everything. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm I'm going through all the other things, but the more I think about I and I try to understand the things I'm feeling and my triggers and whatever, I realize it's not emotional. It's not things where I'm like, let's have a chat about it and then I'll feel lighter because we chat about it all the time. This is real something wrong in the brain kind of things. Like my realization was I have one moment of anxiety. My whole day is ruined because like you have high stress and then your body like exhales and it comes out, right? But for me, the tension builds. And then sometimes I'm sitting there and I'm like, I'm so anxious. I'm literally manually breathing. I'm hyperventilating. I'm verging a panic attack. And I'm like, okay, but over what? And it, you'll find it's something that happened nine o'clock in the morning, a brief interaction where someone was like, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm good, thanks. How are you? We're like a normal person, like forgets about it. But I'm like, oh, you idiot. And I will have like a panic attack at 9 p.m. Sometimes I don't even know what it stems from. It's just, it just builds up and builds up. But now I've just had heartburn for two weeks straight. And when I went to the temple and I was just quiet and I was by myself and I had time to meditate, that was the first time I didn't have heartburn in like oh, a week and a half because I was actually not anxious and not stressing. Soon as I left, I started thinking about life again, back to the heartburn. And that's what I was like, I don't need a psychologist. I need a psychiatrist because I think maybe, just maybe, I need even short-term medication, just something to fix this. I wish I could take this advice as easy as I give it. Yeah. But when it comes to that sparkle, yeah. Um. If you had a cut on your arm, 
we wouldn't be thinking about whether or not it's a good idea yes. to like see to that wound. Yeah. And and I'm a hypocrite because it scares me because I, my mom had lots of mental health issues and yeah. medication didn't always work. Yeah, same yeah. page. A lot of the times it's not the counseling you need, although counseling and betterhelp.com and all of that yeah. is great. Go do it. Betterhelp.com. <laughs> but, um, but um, yeah. It's just those pulls. Yeah, that's the it's the hardest realization because I'm terrified of like medication that will alter your hormones because I'm scared of like not knowing what reaction is me and what reaction is like medication induced. You know what I mean? Like one of my biggest fears is not being in control of my body and my mind. And that would be me sort of like giving over certain controls. Mm-hmm. Like admitting yes. that I need help or yes. admitting that I need pills like the cost of it is feeling better of course but there's the risk of the dependency and then like am i really me and mm. then i have a truman show crisis it's like ah and now it's like you can't get hard you see Jeez, what are you gonna do without those now people are fighting with you because you're never in the mood but it's like also oh, you must make me want to be oh no i'm joking but <laughs> <laughs> shade Shade, hey, you over there. I'm feeling so shady. You over here that that heard shade, that's for you. (laughs) I'm so shady tonight. This is Diane from the future coming to you because the last three minutes of that recording could not be aired due to certain large amount of uh, clegs. Anyway, don't worry about that. The rest of our conversation was nuns walking me off from the ledge of uh, my crisis of confidence and i actually ended up publishing the song bestie track number two of uh, intentionality um and uh, i guess by the time you listen to it it might be out uh, on youtube music and apple music and all the places but if it's not if it's still loading in the metaverse i'm gonna use this post-credit time to play you a little snippet and uh, yeah that was supposed to be the birthday present to nuns which almost didn't come out but she convinced me of the the path of creativity and all that emotional stuff but anyway remember you can uh, email us on nonsensicald at gmail.com that's nonsensical followed by the letter d at gmail.com and that's for any thoughts and comments you have or any shout outs you want us to do on the pod we can uh, help you out with messages that you want to send to people or some uh, sneaky confessions we're still experimenting but uh, email us for that or just to subscribe to our mailing list so you can get notified when new pods come out Okay, that's it for this week. Thank you for listening. And uh, here is some uh, sweet tunes from (laughs) The Economist.
just covered fire We walk into the club Them boys and girls they eye her Name a better duo? You must be a liar Besties got that low check that makes your shit taste expires You're stalking, laughing, maybe whispering Now you coming over, you want to join in I am sorry, Bruce, you are not talking Always with the whining and the bickering Put that to the side, throw it in the bin Or bestie might just do a little flirt with him He says she's fucking frisk He likes her shiny skin Bitch bikini had the blast, boy, wuthering But we do not engage, just vibe and thrive You know shit's gon' change, cause it's July Snakes wanna shade, go and try All our besties hate us, say goodbye She might just be